0: Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. This is episode number 135, and I am your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. We have, yet again, another great episode for you. In day four of Mars Venus Week, I am joined by the beautiful, the talented, Shannon. How are you doing, Shannon? I'm
1: good. I'm at work. How are you?
0: Pretty good. You know, I don't know if people know about you that you have a lot of tools in your toolbox.
2: Okay. A lot.
0: Oh and you're, you know, you're a pretty special person.
2: Thank
0: you. And Thank you. like some of us regular people who may only have one or two, you know what I'm saying? You got these mul- you got these multiple. Multi tools and you do, and you use the tools very well. Oh, well, thank you. And so, my question to you before we get into the, what the show is and introduce our people how do you maintain being so good at so many things?
3: I mean, the obvious answer is stay humble.
0: Is it obvious? Is that obvious?
3: Yeah, I mean, you're not
1: humble, you lose some gifts.
0: If you if you're not humble, you crumble.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs>
1: Put it on a t shirt.
3: Um, yeah, and I mean, we we're just having this conversation at work on a different effect, but um, with us being so short staffed, um, another person was like, "You'll never get sick." I was like, "As many hours as I work, I should be sick." But you know what? God is good,
2: and yes,
3: is. I pray for um sustainability that I can carry on this torch because at some point I'm going to have to put it down because mm-hmm. uh, I was tired.
1: Uh, but
3: God is good. So, you know, gifts, you use them, don't abuse them. You might lose them. So I just use what I got.
0: To get what you want?
3: To glorify the Lord. We are not
0: reintroducing the
1: Players Club tonight
3: even though, like, <laughs> Players Club, You know You're the but, number one
0: player though come on. but,
3: but no, I am not going to live in the past of my Yeah,
1: no, we're not even going to do that
0: tonight oh, Okay mm-hmm. uh, Well, I am glad that you are here And you're sharing your many tools From your toolbox mm-hmm. with us and uh, I really appreciate it. So thank you.
1: Love
0: that. Now, our guest, um, we do have a guest that I, she just contacted me and she said she, she, had, she was ran long with a client and she's going to be joining us. So, um, so what we'll do is we'll bring her in on the second question. Okay. So thank, thank you so much. I uh, will start off with ladies first. Angela, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Angela. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, what am I telling? Like, I'm telling about are you talking about a relationship? Are you tell no, my No tell us like, like
0: who you are. What do you are? are you I am why are you a awesome?
2: marriage a marriage advocate? I help women. I am a mother of five. Uh, I am a boss chick in my own right, but just trying to get my money to catch up with the boss and How about that? That's right.
0: That's right, yeah. All right, I love it. I love it. All right, this next brother, I don't want you guys to get confused. <laughs> Rico Suave, was I, I refer to him as a skier, that's how I know him from back in the day. And but Rico is uh, well, I would, I guess, a skier is your alter ego. Rico is uh, <laughs> is uh, the, the government, I guess, Cardo, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. No,
4: actually, actually Rico is my nickname. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah a skier is my. Is my
0: government name? Oh, yeah, okay. okay. I got his backwards. I thought it was like short for like Ricardo or something.
4: Wait, no, yeah, no. Nah, nah, I'm Rico. I'm, remember, I'm Rico too. Ricardo's Rico one. I'm Rico two.
0: Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Now, brother, Eskia, Rico. We're gonna. I'm gonna say Eskia. Um, I, I, I think this might be the first time I've had you on because we've always been kind of we're gonna do something, and yeah. I was we're always looking for a reason to get you on. Um. Yeah and uh just tell a little bit about yourself and and i'm gonna say why i always wanted to have you on
4: okay um my name is askia aka rico aka kid marvel aka street prep aka a lot of things <laughs> but um, I, 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 I um <laughs> nah seriously though um i own a uh boutique ad agency uh, that's what i do for a living uh we do branding and marketing um uh, for Fortune 500 companies, even some Fortune 100 companies. We do work for Aflac, we do work for uh, a myriad of companies. Um, for the most part though, we're kind of transitioning more, into, uh, more digital, into the digital space. We're getting more into app, uh, application development. We're also getting um, started into building our own unique platforms. We just launched a platform called Momentum about three weeks ago. So in the goal for momentum is to help um, uh, black and brown people who are struggling with scaling their business. We provide insights. We provide resources and tools to help them, uh, you know, just 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 maintain their momentum. Like it's, it's easy to start a business, but it's, it's hard to scale a business. So we, whatever it is, we try to help people keep their momentum. So uh, one of the things I do with my company, I do what we call brand sessions. And so what I realized is these brand sessions were working out so well. So I said, why don't I put these insights on the website along with, and, and also um, ask other entrepreneurs or business professionals to add their insights to kind of just add as a resource or a database for people to go to and just, and just you know, just just get information to, just, just to kind of just keep their business, keep their business moving forward.
0: Well, man, I appreciate you being here. And one of the reasons why I've always wanted to have you on is I always appreciate talking with you um, because you're one of those people that you can have different conversations. You can talk about comic books with this brother, you <laughs> can talk about sports, you can talk yeah. about politics, you can talk about relationship stuff. You've been married for quite a long time. One time. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> Woo, shout out to the American people.
0: Oh sorry. Yeah. people. And I and I believe besides me, everybody here is in Florida, right? Yeah, I'm in Florida. Yeah. Shout out to
4: Florida. So, okay. Florida. And you guys are
0: all doing well, right? Uh, with yeah. the farm and all that.
4: Yeah, we yeah, we've been blessed. Uh we we you know, we dodged most of Florida for the most part, uh dodged the bullet. Where um, where are you
2: at, um, Rico?
4: I'm in Tallahassee.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. we we're, we're in,
4: I'm in Orlando. So okay. look, okay. We, we just ate all the hurricane
3: snacks with no hurricane. it I didn't buy no snacks and I'm way down at the bottom, all submerged up in water.
4: Wow. You know
0: what? If I had to rank places to to visit, I would say Shannon gets number one with the keys. Orlando would be two. I'm sorry, Tallahassee would be why you know? Know. Why,
2: why why is Shannon number one?
0: We got more stuff in the keys. They just got some water. Yeah, but got you oh, you water. We you
2: know? got water too. You got to be bottom I mean, yeah. if
0: you got kids, then maybe you put Orlando higher. You or know, if
2: you're real elderly because that's where they retire.
0: But Tallahassee, and, is, no, that's, that,
2: but the keys is where people come to go to go to um
0: get rid of a body. Yeah, no,
2: yeah. they don't retire. <laughs> they, they retire. They retire in Boca. Boca.
0: Wait. The keys is where you get rid of a body, right?
2: Y'all have a higher retirement,
4: <laughs> <condition>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, T- Tallahassee Tallahassee's like the um, the stepchild of Florida. We're, we're more like South Georgia, so, <laughs> right? Right, right. So, yeah. you, don't, you don't really experience like I mostly tell people you don't really experience Florida until you at least get to Orlando. That's when you start experiencing Florida. Hello, and there, it, you'll tell you.
0: <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right, so the topic for today, this is our ninth uh moral dilemmas. And basically what we do is we propose uh we on this in this case, there's a uh a website called Links to Love. And um they had different people who were going through different things. And what we did was we pulled some out and we're gonna have Shannon read it, and then we're gonna unpack it and see what we think. Now the first one will go to you, Angela. So, uh,
2: give me a good one, Shannon. Don't give me the one that's gonna gonna make me uh be a stuttering it's, over here. Uh, it's already uh,
1: numbered
3: number one, so I'm just already, reading
2: it.
0: It's already been decided. So.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: So, kids okay. are giving them. Okay. So, the first one. I want to be more than friends. I am in a friendship right now that is very complicated. I have been hanging out with them for a very long time. We talked on the phone, online and in person every day for several months. We both get jealous of each other being with a potential other person and his body language signifies that he likes me more than a friend. All my friends and his friends all say that he acts as though there's feelings between us that we don't even have to say anything, but they know we have a connection. He centers all of his activities on what I do every weekend and does everything that every guy will do when they like someone more than a friend. Problem is, he tells everyone that asks him what is going on that we are just friends and that's all he sees me as. Continued. I have, during this time, fallen in love with him. I don't want to lose our friendship, but I want to be with him more than just a friend. What am I missing, girl? All
2: right. Oh, so I get to start that. Yes. Yes, you do, girl. You're missing nothing, baby. Men tell you. Men tell you by the actions of where you are if that's how he sees you as and that's how he addresses you as that's all baby it is you know some are some women are are convenient some women are the the homie lover friend um, some of uh, women are just that you just keep you keep me company in the right times and if that's what he's telling people that's what he feels that it is he he may play a game because he's bored or lonely or you're a date but what he says is what he feels honey. You
4: you in love with him? He ain't in love with you. All that. What, all what do you that. think of here? Yeah. Um, I think I need more context. Like, is is there any um? Is it uh-huh, just you can't get it? no more
1: context, Rico? That's all you get. That's all I
4: get. Okay. All right. Um, I think there's there's beauty in in platonic relationships. Um, I I grew up being raised by a single mother, being more comfortable around women than I were guys. Mm-hmm. So I grew up. From high school to college having more female friends than male friends and many of those relationships were very plutonic um some we would play some were my spade partners and we were completely cool with that some were friends i would go hang out to movies with some i would actually confide into concerning other relationships i was in so i think in that situation i think just value what you have don't mess it up a lot of times you sometimes we get so caught up in you know um i have feelings for this person but if you don't think it's 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 mutual then accept the relationship for what it is and and take advantage of a person that genuinely may actually like you and like being around you
0: now shannon i mean it does seem like you're torturing yourself when <laughs> you have a relationship with somebody Not you. I'm talking about the person. I know, I
1: know, I know. I just had to feel. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, it it just seems like that's straight up torture. Like, you know, maybe you got to pull yourself away. You know, like, you know, it's it's okay. You know, like, why torture yourself? You're not going to be happy for them in their 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 relationships. Um, you're not going to give them any good advice if they're going through some stuff with their person because you're going to be wanting to uh, pencil yourself in there. So I mean
2: It's already messed up though Yeah, She's in love with him Like everything she does now Is tainted because She's going to always want more And whenever you're in a relationship And and, and one person is in a a situation Where I just see you as my friend And I want to be your lover Like it's going to always have a problem Because I'm going to be pushing for something Other than what you are And then you're uh going to eventually see that Like yeah that ain't what it is like my husband and I we dated and we were at different levels of of like liking each other in a relationship, but we both liked each other in more than just a friendship way. So that but when you know that he just your buddy, that ain't gonna work because you're gonna always be trying to put salt in the game. Mm-hmm. Oh she's good for you because if it was me, I would, you know, you know, or she might not be so overt, but she gonna throw salt. Cause women, we will throw salt, mud, dirt, and not just women, not just women. Men throw men throw mud. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you don't want him. You know he be with all the girls. I
4: right. think but the problem. I think the biggest problem is women have way more power in relationships than they act as if they don't have. Like have what? Way more power in a relationship, even 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 plutonic relationship. Let me give you an example. Uh, a lot of times men just happen to be in a, in a friend relationship with certain women they see themselves because it almost validates that um the, the fact that a certain, especially a woman they they feel is uh, is attractive or beautiful or smart or intelligent they understand look men aren't dumb we understand that a woman is not gonna waste their time being around me unless that person is a potential opportunity like that person oh,
1: no, that's is,
2: not true.
4: No, man, for the most part, I think it is. No, no, seriously, seriously. I don't think like women are so specific about who they put in their space.
2: They, they friend zone people all the time,
4: though. No, 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 no. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about people in her in her scenario, she's talking about like they're like they're actually spending, I don't mean intimate. Yeah, but, they, but she
2: wants more. He wants, she wants more. He just sees her as his friend, and he's he's saying that.
4: Right, like but it's, not, share, it's not
2: like, you know, just, he's saying what it is.
4: Right, but their shit, but, but what I'm saying is, in that relationship, they sharing some type of intimacy. I don't mean sexual intimacy, but they're sharing something, they're spending time together. Like, you don't just get to that point where I'm falling in love with someone, and all y'all doing is just 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 playing golf. Yes, right. you do. Yes, I'm you no, do. no, they're... they're, I, they're No, there's at least some Netflix and 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 chill out. Well,
2: well, speaking from somebody who's been in those situations, I've had guys that I was they 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 enjoy being around me. I was fun. I was a homie, and you know they I might have some physical attributes they like. I didn't like them as anything other than my friend. But the more they got to know me, the more they liked me. I didn't like them anymore. I mean, we just hung out, just like you hang out with your homeboys. Y'all might you might know a lot about him, but that doesn't mean you want to be more than that.
4: No, nah, I think, nah, I think, go. I think, I think there's value. No, I, I think, I think women' time is more. They, they, see their time much more valuable than men, and I think because of that, they don't waste their time around someone unless that person brings some type of intrinsic value. Now, again, it may start out like I dig this person, but I can, I, I, I believe the average female is not gonna be around a guy that they feel like there's no attraction to at all.
2: Mm. All I hung with was was guys. So being that I am a female, I I surrounded myself with people I was cool with, that I had fun with. No, but that's
4: an attraction. That's what I mean. That's an attraction. I don't mean a physical physical attraction. attraction.
0: You're right. You mean that there's
4: something. No, 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 I don't mean a physical attraction. I mean something that, that pulls you into that person that's what I mean by intrinsic value. Like, for example, there might be certain people you were around. Like, when I was in college, I hung around different groups. There were some groups I hung around that were jocks. There were some groups I hung around that dudes like we talk philosophy. There were some groups that we hung around. We do was play spades. I I was able to move around in those groups because I, because I could I could relate to all those different groups. And there was a part of those groups that I that I felt comfortable in. Everybody's not that way. And what I'm saying is. There might be a guy that speaks to you intellectually. There might be a guy that speaks to you physically. There might be a guy that makes you laugh all the time. But that's an attraction. That's all I mean. I don't mean a physical attraction. But but think about it. That is in itself an attraction that can, has the opportunity to lead somewhere. Any attraction can lead you somewhere.
2: Why my husband <laughs> over here co-signing your,
4: your junk, Rico? <laughs> <laughs> hey so I like, it. I
0: it. I like hey man, it. All
4: I do is speak the truth. That's all I know um, how to do.
0: Well, thank you so much, Angela, for joining us. And I forgot yeah, to say, <laughs> and, I, too, so and like- <laughs> I, I forgot to say, Angela, that you're you
2: Look, look I'll be y'all, uh, y'all y'all scapegoat when people ain't there. See
0: you later. Hey, shout mm-hmm. out and your, and your eyebrows are dope, hey. Angela. Rub you. wow. your eyebrows, Angela. Well, <laughs> Hold
3: on. we're
0: Hold on, There's y'all. a couple of comments in this uh uh-huh. chat section. All right, uh, Danielle, please uh,
3: come in, Danielle. Okay. So Yvette said, I love my platonic relationship that I have with my best friend. He is the best relationship I've ever had. They followed that with at the same time, though, um, that entire situation in reference to the dilemma. That entire situation is tricky because they may get together and she finds out that she really doesn't benefit from the situation. There's a difference between knowing someone on a friendship level and knowing them on an intimate level. And then followed that with there's a maturity and duality, which I think those are some excellent points.
0: Very excellent point. And I would like to take a moment to to recognize our newest panelist, Danielle, mayor of Crazy Town. How are you doing? <laughs> Fan
5: freaking task. Long time.
0: I am excellent. And uh, for can you uh, just kind of give people some insight into who you are? And uh, and are you still the mayor of Crazy Town? Has anybody taken over?
5: No, never. <laughs> lifetime appointment. So, <clears throat> I am Minister Danielle K. Anderson, also known as the Mayor of Crazy Town. I am an entrepreneur, an interfaith minister, a spiritual counselor, spiritual worker, um, a coach, speaker, YouTuber. I, I wear many hats. I'm a mom, and um, I've been. I've been. Uh, Interacted with Kente for for quite some time, and uh, it's it's been a while since we've been able to do something live. So I'm really happy to be here. Yeah,
0: yeah you're one of my favorite favorite people in the world. So glad that you are here. All right, Bless and you. you're on the hot seat right away because the next one will be um, uh, we'll start off with you. So we're doing moral dilemmas. So uh, she's uh, Shannon's going to read the situation. I'll have it on the screen as well so you can read along. And uh, this one is the only other one that has a second slide to it. Uh, Shannon, so uh, let me know when you're ready, and then I'll fa- flash it on the screen.
3: Okay. I'm ready. The unintentional cradle robber, right?
0: Unintentional, Yeah, unintentional. We probably should have started with, uh, with uh, uh, Rico first, but no, we'll do uh, Danielle.
3: Okay. So I've run into a bit of a problem that I sincerely hope you can help me out with. First off, I'm a 20-year-old guy with a history of bad relationships. I just lost my girlfriend of four years less than six months ago, and now I've got another problem. I recently met a girl on the internet. She is wonderful. We have everything in common. She makes me feel happy. She's adorable. She's just everything I've always wanted and thought I'd never find. Just one problem. After telling me she was 19 and letting me believe that for a month now, she revealed to me last night that she's only
1: 15
3: and that she is in love with me. I must admit, I'm feeling those old, familiar feelings as well.
0: Oh, change to the second slide.
3: But this puts a hitch in my proverbial get up. What am I supposed to do? I'm apparently her first love, but just how genuine is that love? And what the heck am I supposed to do with the feelings that I've already developed for her? Undeveloped them. She may not know what true love is, but I do, and I'm feeling it. I'm completely at loss. I can't just walk off and leave her. But I'm 20 years old. I can't develop a serious relationship with a 16-year-old girl, can I? I really need some help here. I've got no clue what to do. Please help me. Unintentional cradle robber. <sighs> right.
0: good, way, good way to start off, right, Danielle?
1: <laughs> it's, horrible. it's horrible.
5: Um... <laughs> <laughs> First of all, if he, if he's indeed 20 years old, his math and life experience don't jive.
6: Mm.
5: That's number one. Mm -hmm. He said, if you can read the the very first couple lines, he said 20 years old and has a history of bad relationships. Mm. And, And his last girlfriend he was with for how long? 4 years. Six so he ago. was with him 6 months ago so he was approximately 15 or 16 when they started dating. So
3: probably I'm sorry.
5: Him. Uh six, yeah 16 maybe yeah 15 16. How many relationships before that?
0: Mm-hmm. he ain't no
5: time. Had, And I'm not taking away experience from anyone, okay? Because you feel what you feel and all of that, but when you're a teenager, you it's difficult, it's it's really difficult to gauge what a bad relationship is. If you go together with somebody and you break up in two weeks, that's not a bad relationship, that's just a teenage, <laughs> that's just being a teenager, right? Yeah. Um so, To say that you're 20 and have a history of bad relationships but you just came out of a four year relationship I think that one you're selling yourself short because that's a long time for a young person Mm. to to be in a relationship Um, honestly the longest relationship that I've had and I'm nearing a certain age uh, (laughs) was four and a half (laughs) okay my longest relationship was four and a half years hasn't been beat yet and when I was in high school, my longest relationship my my one prior to that was three and a half years. so I understand being in a long term relationship and you know you find somebody that you vibe with, you drive with, and you know it feels good and all that kind of stuff but that's a that's a kid that's a tiny little baby child you can't just go run what do you mean? What kind of a question is this? Why are you here? You know exactly what you're <laughs> supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do. <laughs> get that right. over. You can't even buy a beer yet. What are you doing? You can't right. even stop. Go get go run far, far away. You can't do it. Right. Say I'm sorry. Call me in two years. Maybe we'll see what happens. But no, no.
0: Freaking no. Hey,
5: Amen. Is there anybody who disagrees with that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I oh, okay. that? The conversation I
3: would like to have because I'm I'm definitely where you are. I wanna wish we could go all the way back though and get on that proactive side of the conversation. Why is it okay to be lying about how old you are in the first place? Like when did yeah. that become
1: the thing to do? Like you put people up for Mm
4: Failure. Well, I think I think the first problem is he needs to understand terminology. Cradle robbing is like a fifty-year-old dating a twenty-five-year-old. That's cradle robbing, right? Right. And there's nothing proverbial about this. This is straight pedophilia. Right. He got going on right here. This is just sick. So, right. What I would tell him to do, man, is run before I call the police on you. That's what I would tell him to do Mm -hmm. because. There's nothing else I can say. This is just all kind of wrong. This, just...
5: I would I would say this on... Because I don't want to blanket people. I don't want to say he's a pedophile because he has feelings for a person. Right. Because he fell in love with a person that he did not know. Yeah, that was definitely just... You know what I'm saying? The person that he fell in love with was not 16. Right. right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In his mind, it was Oh, she's only 18. And then she dropped the bomb on him. So she's emotionally, I can dead. understand the conflict. But logically and legally, in this country, anyway, that's a no go.
6: Right. It's,
5: but also, like, you know, four years is not a lot of time in between age. You know, my parents were right. 15 years apart, and in other cultures, 16 could be considered the age of consent for somebody. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not that weird, but with, it's not cool. So, we just have to, you know, protect yourself, protect this person. This is a, still a child in the eyes of the law. You can't you can't continue. You just can't.
4: But uh, but, at, but all seriousness, this is a maturity issue because unless this 16-year-old girl scored a 33 on an ACT, what kind of conversation was she saying that that, that 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 made you feel as though you were talking to a nineteen, let's say twenty, whatever? Unless you yourself, your mindset. No, seriously. If no, this, really, this is a guy,
3: because I, am 433 on the ACT, but I can carry conversation.
4: No, no, no. Listen, let, let me let me finish. What I'm saying is, this is a person oh, wow. who's attracted to certain type of conversations. I'm just gonna let's just be honest. Let's not take this personal. Let's not get in the field. What I'm saying is this is an individual who who he said he's been in a relationship for four years, which means he started his relationship around 15, 16 years old, which means he was a child, which means this he still has this child mindset. He's talking to a girl. He's thinking is 19. They're still having childlike conversations. Oh, by the way, I found out she's 16, and that doesn't bother you. The problem is if the fact that it doesn't bother you and you're still trying to figure out how to make this work, that's a maturity issue. And what I'm saying is you all weren't even having any conversations that, that any type of conversation that would even imply that you all can even make a, a logical adult decision, because that's what this requires right now. It requires this person to make a logical adult decision. And that's what I meant by that. Unless she scored a 33 on ACT, where, what kind of, what kind of conversation did you all have back and forth? to allow you to make a to allow you right now with the circumstances that's in front of you to make a logical adult decision that's all i'm saying right you can't do that
0: right no, i feel you problem. i feel you on that yeah um i don't know has any uh any guy um been lied to by a, a woman about her age um if so press one in the chat or if any ladies have been lied to I
3: don't know I
0: was just about to say, what ladies can't be lied to? No, I, or because well, I was saying, because it, it's a guy asking the question. But if any ladies have been lied to, as a guy ever told you he was a? Uh, oh, Yvette says, yeah.
4: Yeah. Wow. I definitely have. Um,
1: what, what,
4: what he needs to do, he needs to change his circle. Honestly, he, he needs to get around people his age, he needs to meet real people. Maybe, maybe he, not.
1: She's real. Yeah.
4: No, 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 no. I, I'm talking about real people, real people that you can tell. Because look, we don't even know, we don't even know if that's all he he, he don't know yet. That's like That may be the Look, if you heard, if that's the only lie, there's probably another. So this might be more to a what I'm saying you need to meet somebody you can put your hands on. You can sit down, go to Starbucks with, have a conversation with. That's what I'm saying. He's he's getting catfished.
3: They met in Starbucks. They was in line right behind each other. (laughs) 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 Has, Has any
0: girls in this chat room ever lied to a guy about her age? Is that, you know, I mean, the statute of limitations is up, so, you know, you can admit it
5: you know i've never lied about my age i never felt like i needed to but then again Mm. when i was younger people assumed that i was older Mm. and then got surprised
6: Mm.
5: uh and then when uh now that i'm older people assume that i'm younger
6: Mm.
5: (laughs) and i'm like no baby go go sit down so (laughs) so um but i want to just touch real quick on what regal was saying earlier I agree with you it's definitely a maturity issue on both parts but uh like i said he's he's to those of us here i feel it's safe to say he's still a baby his damn self you know he doesn't know what is what he's still young he does have a young mentality and um to counter what you were saying a 16 year old girl is not thinking on the same plane as a 16-year-old boy, right? And I 20 agree. is just about equal, right? It's just about right as far as, not as far as maturity is concerned, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's real easy for a 15, 16, 17-year-old girl to have just as intelligent, intelligible, um, and dynamic, engaging conversation with a college student or professor for that matter. If mm. they're interested, if they have similar interests, it's easy to make that shift and make that move. And some people are forced to mature early.
6: Right. Um, Circumstance. You know what I
5: mean? You, you don't know what, what this girl's life is and, and what she's seen, what she does. She, she could have been working since she was 12, you know, might have had a kid already. You, you don't know. We don't know. I'm just yeah. talking about myself. Now, yeah. you know? But um, yeah, it's just, it's unfortunate that that the age difference is so stark. But the biggest maturity issue, I think, is for her because if she felt, she felt like she had to lie in the first place. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And see, Danielle, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're 100% correct. I, I think we all can agree um, that women mature much faster than men do. But she the fact that she had to create this alter ego and lie that showed a level of immaturity. So she might be the exception to the rule of that of, of how women mature. She might be just one of those who are maybe post social media as far as how she communicates opposed to some that were maybe pre social media. as far as how they communicate. So I just feel like maybe this is a situation where they both have serious maturity issues. But he has to be able look, to look, feelings don't care about facts, facts don't care about feelings. We all know that. But at the end of the day, the fact is she's 16, you're 20, and you need to make an adult decision. And that's Just all.
0: Just as a side note, um, let's say, Askia, uh, Danielle, if that's your son or your little brother or baby cousin, same thing with you, Shannon, what are you telling them? Run. <laughs> The my same thing brother.
5: this brother Ron. Yeah. he is actually the same age as my daughter in college right now mm-hmm. and i'm just like no no
0: yeah.
5: no yeah. run go away i've told my son who it's is now 17. Mm-hmm.
0: huh no i just read the comment
5: yeah i i've told my son who's now 17 he had a little girlfriend a couple years ago and she seemed nice. She was very respectful and all that kind of stuff, but she started he would tell me about certain things that she would say and do, and I'm like, nah, baby, you got to go. Run, run. She she, she nice to me. <laughs> She's nice to you, but th- 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 something just don't sound right. We found out later on that was a shiesty little heifer. So um, <laughs> I, pardon my vernacular, but Woo honey, she. Mm-mm. So, I mean, if it don't feel right, it's most likely not right. And and he says he has these feelings, those old familiar feelings. That's all it is. Right. It's nostalgia. It's infatuation. It's not love. Right. Yeah. If you if you if you have the, the sense enough to ask the question,
6: mm-hmm.
5: that's the first okay. uh, signal. Yeah. That's your first yep. indication. My grandmother said, Trust your first mind. Yep. Soon as he found out that she was 16, he said, Oh, wait a minute. He didn't fight for it. He didn't say, but I love her. I feel like this is the best thing that ever happened to him. You. you didn't hear any of that in the in the letter, did you? No. No.
0: Nope.
5: I feel this way. I don't know what to do. Well, you do know what to do. You just needed somebody else to say it. Right. Get, oh, out. get out
0: get out like the movie
5: bring them out to dry
0: all right so let's do number three in the skia this is gonna be on you so shannon when you are ready I will put on the slide
3: oh I'm ready I got it in
0: front of me. all right here we go
3: jealousy is ruining my ma- my relationship help jealousy is ruining my relationship I don't even know what's real anymore i am a 35 i am 35 years old and my husband is 38. He is very handsome and a successful attorney in a downtown law firm. He meets competent and attractive professional women every day in his work environment. Frequently, this involves lunches and or dinners with clients and colleagues. He often gets phone calls at home from women, presumably regarding his professional life. We have two children, ages six and eight. I do not work outside the home at present, but have taught elementary school, while my husband has given me no real reason to suspect him, I find myself obsessing constantly about the possibility of his meeting and falling in love with someone else. I fly into range if he ever mentions another woman, much less casually glances at one. This has caused him to withdraw emotionally. and has really eroded our relationship. He seems to feel ill at ease around me and things are getting strained. I know I am wrong to hound him like this, but I can't seem to control my feeling
4: the green eyed monster. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, I mean, I, I can only go about what she said. <laughs> Bless you. Based on what she says, she has no evidence. Right. None whatsoever that her husband's cheating on. None, right. that's all I can go about. She's basic, so what it sounds like to me is that she's a beautiful woman who's given this man some beautiful kids. And in that process, she has developed some insecurity. Perhaps maybe she's, I don't know, maybe gained a little bit more weight and she's looking at these people who in, in her, his professional life. And she feels like, you know, she probably can't compete or I don't know what it is, but right now she's dealing with insecurity issues. And I feel like what I would recommend is that she sits down with her husband, have a conversation, let her know what she needs to hear from him. Say, look, maybe there's some words I'm not getting from you anymore. Maybe you're not spending. Maybe we need to have more uh, date nights. Maybe we need to maybe we need to spend more time with just me and you, and not with the whole entire family with the kids. I need to feel like I'm priority. But the jealousy situation is gonna cause. Is is, 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 that's a fire that's been lit that's gonna end up turning into a forest fire. And right now. Is going past the prescribed burning and she needs to sit down with her husband, have that conversation. Look, this is how I feel, and just be open and honest with. Mm -hmm. But he he doesn't have it, she doesn't have any evidence. There's nothing from what she said that has given any any implication that he's cheating on her. She seemed like a hardworking person, and she's just a little insecure about you know where she is in that relationship.
0: Uh Danielle, what do you think? You hit
5: you hit it on the head. Um this is a this is a her problem. Mm. <laughs> the problem is, and mm. <sighs> coach Danielle is she wants to shout girl calm the hell down. Listen you won. You're winning. You got it. He got you. He chose you. He's still with you you better act like it right. <laughs> stop fighting listen it's one thing to fight i tell i tell people in relationships this all the time well and that i'm in relationships with all the time i am willing to fight for you but i'm not going to fight you for you mm. you can't fight your man you you know accusation suspicion all that kind of stuff especially when you have no evidence That's your own insecurity. What is it about you that you feel like you have to compete with anybody outside of your house? You need to look at yourself. And realize that you won. Realize why you won. And act like a damn winner. Mm -hmm. And and, you know, you need to hold your head up. Stop worrying about who's calling him what female he's talking about at work. And come on, man, we in 2019, are we still doing this? We still shouting at our, at our at our mate because there's a female, you have to realize that there's going to be women in his life that aren't you,
6: mm-hmm.
5: but that doesn't mean that they have his undivided attention. It doesn't mean that that, that his attention is drawn away from you. There's a whole lot more women in the workforce now, especially in high-powered positions than there were back in the day. This is no longer the old boys club. It's just him and the guys on the golf course. It don't work like that no more. You know, some of them are going to be his higher-ups, and he's going to have to answer to them, period. Get over it. You won. You got it. (laughs) Hold your damn head up, put your shoulders back, put your sexy shoes on, and strut. Uh What, are we competing for? what do you feel like you have to compete? You already won. There's no competition.
0: Steph- Stephanie says, I don't think it's looks. I think she feels like she's not his uh, intellectual equivalent. And then she also says because she, okay, why isn't this scrolling down? Uh, okay, wait, what I, uh, I don't think it, she had made another good point. Where did I lose it?
4: She emphasized that she also had a career at once. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I accidentally needed
1: uh, it. it.
0: it was, yeah,
4: my bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> uh, no, no, and th- and that's a good point, Stephanie raised, because and that can go both ways. I've seen that happen mm-hmm. on, on, on either side, male or female, right. husband or wife, mm-hmm. when um, they feel as though one the the significant other is in a specific field where they feel like they can't like w- like when that, when their friends come over. And she's sitting, or he or she's sitting down. They're having conversations that she 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 just doesn't feel like she's able to 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 um uh to to, to match. She she can't have those same kind of conversations. So they she all of a sudden she feels intellectually that this that not only my husband because look at the end of the day I can deal with my husband or my spouse knowing that that's who they are. If they're intellectual whatever they are th- that that may be my yin to my yang. That's how we complement each other. You know what I mean? So that's fine. But when you're around your group of people and I'm the one, I'm the eyeball out, and y'all are talking about, you know, you know, you know, the existence of God through ontological and cosmological arguments, and I'm sitting here like, man, I'm just a Baptist and I'm just I'm okay with what I believe, you start feeling some kind of way. And I think maybe there is, there might be something, and I think that may add to some of her insecurities that she feels like she's around people, that her husband around is around around, is around people. And she just feel like she just can't have those type of conversations with.
6: Mm.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I, I mean, what do you do if you're hit if him? Like, I'm gonna assume that he loves her and we're going to assume that he is not, you know, he ain't stepping out. Like, what do you do um, if you're that guy and your wife is like that?
3: But I also think there's other things to consider outside of just her and her relationship with her husband. She is um, a housewife. And she has children,
1: mm-hmm. and so
3: she spends more time at home with appliances, and then with her children, because I'm assuming that her husband in his law firm i'm assuming I'm going to assume he does well, so he probably spends more time at the law firm um she's got to try to engage some other adults mm. um, that would be helpful, and mm-hmm. they need to sit out and have a conversation um Maybe about her doing time with girlfriends, if she even has them and they're still in her life. Um, being creative around play dates with other kids who have moms or even um, parents that she can co-mingle with while their children are on the playground or wherever they go to do co- um, do their play dates. She's gotta get outside of that house um, because she's not seeing anything. So her mind is running rampant and that is a problem.
4: To add to what Shannon said, I would say this too. I would say exactly what she said. Find people, create a circle, create some, you know, get some friends and go out. But don't use those friends as a sounding board oh, to express your insecurities and talk about what you think your husband is doing. Cause that's what happens sometimes. You don't know why. You're, you're, you're get around your friends and be like, girl, I just feel this. And then all of a sudden, now you're making it even worse because they may not be in a position. To be able to give you sound advice,
3: they may have something going on that is exactly what you're mentioning, but it's legit that it's that,
4: legit. That, yeah, yeah. they be like, girl, right. to the same you don't know, you know, mm-hmm. need to be playing hopscotch hop
3: in the devil's
0: yard. No, the- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the devil's yard. I like that. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go to number four, and this is gonna be to Danielle. We're just we're going back and forth. So
1: okay, it, like a tennis match.
0: Yeah, just like Sit. Serena just won.
3: All right, 20 and confused. That's the problem, you're 20. <laughs> okay,
1: um,
3: <laughs> I have been with my fiance for two years. I have lived with him for one year. We have been engaged for 16 months and now I feel like a nagging housewife. He watches my every step, I go to work and he rings me to see what I am doing. He meets me at the bus stop after work. We don't go out anymore because he doesn't want other men looking at me. Basically, I feel like a child. I seem to be constantly miserable, and if I am happy, he wants to know why. Just (laughs) in case I'm having an affair. I love him very much, but I don't know if if this person I want to be with for the rest of my life. Recently, I met a man six years older than me who I'm very attracted to. He sends me flowers all the time, chocolates, teddies, you name it. Over the last week, he has taken me out every day in the little spare time I get. I have slept with him and he tells me he likes me a lot and wants to spend his life with me. I don't want to carry on cheating, but I don't know which path to take. 20 and
1: views.
4: (laughs) Some of these 20 year
1: olds.
5: I don't know why this one was for me. (laughs) Sweet. Okay. All right. Uh,
4: Look at the draw. That's all. Come on, Danielle. Bring it in. Bring it in. Bring right. it in. <laughs> <Just> Clapper.
5: <laughs> like, like, all these babies. What is happening?
0: <laughs> he's oh. falling good enough. Apparently, he's not, he's not good in his stocking. Because, uh, you know.
5: <laughs> these wrong people problems, I swear. Like, okay. I have a couple of questions. Unfortunately, I don't, you know, we can't be answered because they're anonymous. But I wonder how old the person that she's with that she's, you know, living with it. Mm. Um, you've been living, okay, so just doing the math. She's been, she's engaged at 20. Living together for a year, so she was probably 19 or 18, going on 19 when they moved in. Now, all of a sudden, he's acting funny, questioning her motives, her moves, her happiness. But then she says she's cheating. Right. So first of all, is there a question about why he's acting a certain kind of way? He don't want you to go out. Because when you go out there's a possibility that you're cheating. Well, huh? You wrong. You wrong, you know you wrong. That's if you don't goes. want to be with that guy with, with, with your fiance, then don't be with your fiance. Amen. If you feel like you can make it work with this guy, have that conversation. I guess I would honestly, ooh, honey, <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> How I just, I'm sorry, This it should be common sense, right? It right. Like it I think. Common sense is a like, flower that does not
3: grow in everyone's garden, though.
5: Yeah, point. But God gave everybody a little. They just don't know how to use it. I don't know. I'm not (laughs) trying to be mean. I'm. I'm not. I'm upfront. I'm blunt. I speak my mind. And you know, sometimes I try to. I try to be nice. But what do you? What the the point of it is? (laughs) The thing that gets me is like the whole first couple paragraphs was talking about. This is my man. We've been together this long. We're supposed to get married and. Everything was great until he started questioning my happiness and this, that, and the other. And he suspects me of cheating. How long ago did she start?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because
4: she's cheating. <laughs> right. See? Hello? She
5: Hello? He's acting that way because you're acting the way that you're acting. I feel now I could get the I may have the timeline wrong and forgive me if I do, but was that behavior consistent with the time frame that you started dealing with this other man and you admittedly are cheating with right If so, what's the question right you know, Maybe he's fine, there's nothing wrong with him but he's not trying to call you out on it because maybe he doesn't have evidence of it. And I will say this, emotional abuse is real. Um, and I don't care what's going on. You shouldn't be talking to people a certain way. You shouldn't be making someone or or uh, making it your business to try to get someone to feel something, you know, to feel like they're less than or not appreciated or can't do better or anything like that. So if that's the situation I understand that's bad, you should leave it. But you're still doing wrong, you know, in your relationship. Right. You said that one. I didn't say it, you said it. You said you're cheating. I don't want to keep cheating. So you either have to stop seeing him or you have to break up with your fiance. Flip a coin, draw a card. Be you buddy. can call me. <laughs> I do readings. Listen. Call me that. But what we can't do we- Calling me now? I got mm. cards right here. Listen, I don't have time for this. Y'all got to get your shit together, okay?
6: <laughs> <laughs> what is
5: happening? I apologize. What? What are? What is this new twenty is is something else? <laughs> it's newly stupid, right? I, what is this new twenty? I don't know what's going on. You you paint yourself in the corner and 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 then you said i don't know what to do but then you know you had to get out before you started painting what's happening
0: uh-huh. right. i don't, I don't do i'll uh, I, i'll get you her information uh free <laughs> hilarious <laughs> All right, so we- oh
5: i charge <laughs> so you know i charge <laughs> but
4: i help
0: uh right, so what about you uh eskia what do you think
4: oh this is simple this is what happened when you fall in love with a stripper, Plain this up. This is what happens. You, 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 went to the, you went to the gentleman's club. You got a lap dance. You fell in love, but you knew her tendencies. That's why you always want her to stay home. Don't go out. Don't go nowhere because you know how you got her. You know how you met her. And obviously... She doing what she do best. <laughs> I'm just keeping it at 100, dog. <laughs> you don't fall in love with strippers. You don't. Plain and simple. This is a T Pain problem. It's not a. It's just. This you is know, what this is. Then so we can move on. T Pain problem. What if she's retired though? No, nah, she obviously she's not. She done got a new client, bro. Yeah. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Hilarious. I ain't
5: doing no, that okay. I, yeah. about. But listen,
4: there,
5: I mean relationships usually start up uh, end how they start mhm
4: right that what I, that's what I'm saying I, if,
5: that, if that be the case then I mean that we're talking about this guy now, I mean the fiance that mm-hmm. is acting the way he's acting, but she knew what she was doing she
4: there's a reason in all I mean, seriousness though, there's a things. reason why he didn't trust her right yeah. there's a reason why i don't want you out and, I, and i'm a, and, and the reason why i was joking about the stripper thing is because obviously there is something about her physically that he doesn't want everybody else to see mm-hmm. and, and obviously it's not something that's hidden it's something that maybe she accentuates the way she dressed maybe she goes out and maybe and she flaunts it and he's like nah baby you stay home I'm going to get the milk we good you know what i'm saying yeah,
5: yeah, so that's again i mean that goes to the other point that that's a him problem that's an insecurity okay, that's issue problem. on his part um i'm yeah. not saying that in this case he's wrong in a <laughs> solid but at the same time maybe it wasn't that way you know that old song you know as much as you accuse me of cheating i might as well Right. It could be that situation because we don't have the timelines really um, to match it up. She could have been mad. It could have been she was just talking to somebody and she was blowing off steam and it got out of hand and, you know, it happens. <laughs> I'm not saying that, you know, I'm, I'm not perfect. I've lived several lives. So I understand how emotions can get involved but at the same time, like, you know you're 20 years old. You know nothing. What are you doing? Right.
4: Yeah. But 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 if that's you
5: can't but, buy a beer. You can't <laughs> in DC, you can't even buy a pack of cigarettes. You, oh you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? How is it that you have found yourself a person? Now I'm not saying that it's impossible, but how is it that you found yourself a person that you feel like you can spend the rest of of
1: your life with at twenty, right?
3: Always easy to feel
4: that way with um, having
3: sex. Mm-hmm.
4: Clouds judgment. Yeah, but like Daniel said, look how she blow, look how she's blowing off steam. I mean, look if I get mad at my wife, I go shoot some basketball. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, go get you, you know go get your nails done and
5: i came came in on the tail end of that that uh first one and i hear what you're saying so i need to say that sometimes women have male friends sometimes we feel like we need a male perspective just like some men will ask a woman listen i need your advice on something because i can't see it maybe you can see something different right it could have been something like that where she felt comfortable she was talking about a situation that she wasn't sure about and he gave her advice. He made her feel good, and you know, uh, she tripped and fell in his lap or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I think she was being groomed. I think she's just a vulnerable subject.
5: And it, she- it could be that. It could. It could be that. Again, like I said, you know, she's over 18. She's legal. She can make her own decisions. But the problem is, you have to think those decisions through. Right. So you have to. There's one of three things that you can do. You can leave your fiance you can cut uh number two off or you can make a clean break and, and just get out and be by yourself because clearly you don't know how your emotions work so you need to work on you some people before suffer. you can committed to somebody else
0: <laughs> uh stephanie yeah. if that yeah. is true you yeah. need to let your male friends go Uh, Stephanie, if you get married, uh, you don't need to have any male friends, okay? (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll read that as well. Yeah, wow. Those are not friends. Uh, (laughs) Those are not friends. If you're screwing them, there's something more than
1: friends.
0: (laughs) So, but... uh,
1: All right, next
0: one.
3: Uh,
0: Oh, before we do that, let's say hi to everybody in in the chat.
3: Most of them left us.
0: All right uh, I see Jen in the chat. Dad,
3: Hi, Dad.
0: I see D. Hi D. Bobby, the happiest person in the world. Hi, Bobby. Stephanie, who will be here tomorrow. Okay. And she's gonna be giving us some tips and tricks on how we can keep our game tight. Um we got Free in the house.
3: Hi, brother.
0: Kiana's in the house. I'm so happy to Hi, see Kiana. Kiana and Big Bad Brad is up Hi, in Brady. the house. All right. All right. So let's put up the next slide. Of course, that's gonna to go to you, eskia
4: I hope he I hope he and she is at least 25. <laughs>
3: it appears so, Rico. Um, why do we fight about money is the topic. I have been married for two years and things have gone steadily downhill. I thought I married my soulmate, yet now we can't seem to agree on anything important. When we were engaged, I thought we agreed on everything. Now, even how we like our pasta cooked is a bone of contention. Our biggest fights seem to be about money. I love nice things in a beautiful environment. I think my husband will be happy living in a cave. (laughs) Whenever I come home with a new dress or an item to beautify our house, he hits the ceiling. He wants to retire at 50 and sees an expenditure beyond bare necessities as taken away from his nest egg. I was raised in a home where money was seen as a way to live better. He grew up in a poor home where his family skimped and saved to provide their children with a relatively good life. Believe me, I am far from extravagant, but I don't think I should have to defend myself every time I buy something without his approval. I am at my wits end with this. Please help. Sincerely, Jay.
4: Yeah, um... Okay, so I think the problem this is just a i think two things it's two problems I see a obviously one of one one or both of them weren't doing this when they were dating, for example, I'm assuming that she was probably knowing how he was you know probably more, being more fiscally responsible she was probably not spending money or or doing all these different things and or He, while he was wooing her, was probably spending money, taking her out, doing all these things. And once they got married, he was like, okay, let's pull it back a little bit. The problem is, is that they're just not on the same page as as, as a couple.
6: Mm
4: -hmm. Um, For example, I've been married a long time, but my wife and I, we don't even share the same bank account at all. Now, it's for a reason. It's for that reason. I'm a very fiscally responsible person, she's not, but that's okay, so I let, I don't ask what's in her account, (laughs) and I pay the bills, not trying to be, you know, masculine, but I I do that, so whatever she makes, she, I don't question, but the bill, but I know if we have a joint account, and it's time to pay a bill, money probably- yeah money might not be there so what i do is for, to, to keep us you know to, to make everything happen make everyone happy and to make sure we, we we get we get along fine i make sure we don't put ourselves in a, in a position where i'll get upset down the road with that said i think the problem is is they need to sit down and start acting like a married couple they need because being i would say being fiscally responsible is the right thing for a couple You might, you know, you, you, you need to make sure that if you're trying to, because the biggest problem you can have in a marriage is financial. Financial problems can ruin a marriage quickly because when, when when you have money problems, then money problems pretty much tricky um, begins to affect every single thing, how you eat, how you pay your bills, how you do this, how you travel, how you can't travel, what you're going to buy, all these different things. Why can't we have another kid? Why can't we do X, Y, and Z? Why can't we get this house? So I feel like my advice would be you all need to sit down, plan as a couple, act like a couple, save like a couple, and maybe set up another t- account where you use for travel, you use for you know movies, or you, m- you use for just leisure, put that money away. so maybe they could be a you know a, a way they could, they could they could they could reach some type of common ground or compromise where they can say, look, I understand. I don't want you to feel like you can't enjoy your life. You work hard. I want you to be able to get your money, spend money, but we gotta be adults. We gotta save, we gotta gotta save for our future. We need to invest, we need to do these things. So I feel like there's some immaturity on, on her part by not really valuing the dollar and assuming that he's kind of holding her back from living her best life because he's trying to provide a better life for his family.
0: Mm. When when do you have that conversation then about finances with a with a significant other?
4: They should
3: have had it before they got married.
4: They should they have had it before, before they got married. Well, that, exactly. Married. Exactly. But but, but this is the thing. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Danielle. Right
5: now. We're we're right here, right now. We have to deal with the situation at hand. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong. I, I think. See there's nothing wrong with the way that either of them handle money the problem is how they communicate about it right mm. um and 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 their value i don't think that she doesn't value money i think that she actually loves money and appreciates it because she puts it to use okay <laughs> <laughs> and 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 there's a <laughs> It's kind of a metaphysical thing, but the law of use means if you don't use something, it goes back. If if you you know if you don't use a muscle, it 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 shrinks and dies. Um, and uh, in other ways, if you if you hold on to something for too long, like you're holding on to money, you're holding on to treasures. You don't use it, then you know you get locked down spiritually. You get weighed down. I feel like. He's weighed down by the the pressure of trying to save, 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 for, and hold on. Like, you don't want to spend like one extra dollar, one extra, you know, one dress. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't hang a picture on the wall. Look, come on now. You want to live in a home? Do you want to live in a pool? My dad. Here's one of the traditional ways of how relationship worked was my parents. My dad made the money. He gave it to the house. A man gets the house. The woman makes the home, right? So that was that dynamic. My mom gave my dad an allowance, which is how they flipped it, because my dad was terrible with money. If he had it, he would spend it all over the place. Even till his old age, um, we're adults. We went shopping with my dad one time. He needed to get some stuff for his place, and I saw something like he said, put it in a cart. Go ahead, get it. Go ahead and pick it up. I'm like, Daddy, <laughs> this is not about me. This is about you. I can buy my own stuff. Relax. He was the spendthrift and she was the saver. Because her parents, my grandparents, were very, they actually were very wealthy. um, But they started out being very poor. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, coming from very humble, you know, Southern, you know, just 19, born in the 1910s and 20s. You know, going through depressions and wars and stuff, you gotta hold on to a penny. You gotta be able to make more money, have different hustles and stuff. they t- I'm talking about picking corn on the fields, um, taking care of people's kids, cleaning banks and houses, and all of that just to get through life. But they built themselves up. And what? Now, my grandfather, my grandparents were millionaires, multimillionaires. And my grandfather would still say the cups from the yogurt, you know, the yogurt comes yeah. plastic cup, the cup. He would rinse that out and put it on the side of the sink, even though we had a cabinet full of glasses and plastic okay. cups and all. We're like, what are you doing? He said, that's a good cup. I said, for what? <laughs> what are you using that for? You know what I'm saying? But it was just built into him. To say things. We don't throw things out that are useful, but then it becomes a mess and it becomes, you know, it, so I'm just sharing that experience to say that there are different ways of looking at it. On the flip side, my grandmother was also very responsible, she had her own business and all kinds of stuff. She was the one that spent the money. Um she bought the house, she decorated the house, she paid for the vacations and all that kind of stuff. But she recognized the importance of like you said okay we have this we can spend this so it's a it's a compromise of of what you have and what you want and it's it's good to prepare for the future but it's nothing is guaranteed so there you should be able to enjoy what you have while you have it because you certainly can't take it with you but definitely have some responsible, you need to have some responsible conversation. You need to sit down and look at what the, you know, what do the finances look like? What are our expenses? What are we, what are our goals, right? And what can we do? They do have to have that conversation. She needs to look at the, because maybe she just sees the account, but she doesn't see the budget, right? And maybe if, maybe if, you know, she sees a certain amount of money and the council says, oh, okay, the dress is only $50, $60, $100, whatever, and we have all this money left. She may not know what that money is allotted for. Fair enough. But if mm-hmm. she needs to tighten up and he needs to loosen up, let's put it that way. Maybe, you know, she she if she had her own account, she can do with it whatever she will. If he could loosen up this a little bit so that she could be happy Uh, do you want to be rich do you want to be happy do you want you know i'm saying do you want to be comfortable financially or do you want to be you know do you want to relax now you can you can do both i think i think that they're both right but they just need to agree they need to get to a point of where they agree does that make sense
4: yeah yeah it makes sense (laughs) You can do both, but you have to plan. And I think yeah. that's the problem. And so you you're absolutely correct. I, and I like what you said. You said, um, yeah, they should have talked about it, but at the beginning, but I like what you said, Daniel. You said, but look, this is where they are right now. So mm-hmm. they gotta they need to address where they are right now. Because I usually what a lot of men do, I'm guilty. I did it. Um when you're dating that significant other, you do a little bit more than you would normally do. You know you like that person so you spend money you typically wouldn't spend you you do things you normally wouldn't do you take you take a place you normally wouldn't take her. Mm-hmm. then all of a sudden when you get married you're like okay not that i want to keep doing those things but we have a we're a family now we're trying to build something together now and so but i think a lot of times if you don't have those conversations in the beginning it's so hard to have them after because now the first thing is, well, we used to do this before. It wasn't a big deal then, it wasn't a problem then. So that conversation needs to be had. But I think, like you said, if you plan, you can do both. But Absolutely. you gotta plan, you gotta have a goal.
5: If if for right now, I mean, she knows well, from what we know, from what she shared, he wants to retire when he's 50. Do we know how old they are now?
3: no it didn't
5: specify that so i don't know what that looks like is that 10 years 20 years years? they're not 20 right so is that 20 years is that 10 years is that five years we don't know what and and we don't know how much what is the retirement amount so we need to get to a point where everybody's on the same page and if he can tell her listen this is where we are this is where i want us to be and this is what I want to be able to do for you and for me for our future.
4: Great. Mm-hmm.
5: Then she can see the if she can see the vision, That's then hard. she can do her part to um, assist in that vision, yeah. whatever that looks like. If that looks like, well, shoot, you know, if I pick up a part time, you know, we can That's get there, faster, right? And I could, or you know, we can either get there faster or. I can buy my own stuff i can buy your presents and not you know have to work a separate account or anything like that listen there's many ways to do it and at the same time if if she's very clear on what she would like for the home to to make it feel if she feels uncomfortable in her home what are you working for you know as a husband my my question is as a husband if you know and you know i'm not I'm not disparaging men at all, but men tend to be very tunnel vision right wrong. you know they have a you know they're they're focused on one thing at a time, and when they're on it, they're on it, and they don't see the bigger picture sometimes, or well, sometimes the bigger picture is not what everybody else sees right so he's the long term she's looking at it right now, she's like, you know in order to get to the long term, we need to deal with it right now. And right now she's not comfortable in her home. She she does you know what I'm saying? She's not, she doesn't feel good about where she is because it doesn't look like home to her. It doesn't feel like home to her. She doesn't feel pretty, so she needs to buy herself a dress. What the heck? But as her husband, I would say, now I'm not married, never been married, so far be it for me to tell Mary. But I would think that. it's it's your job as a spouse to make sure that the other one is happy um, to the best of your ability, not make them happy, but to make sure that they are and to assist them in whatever their goals are. And so if his goal is to retire at 50, she needs to figure out what she needs to do in order to make that happen. However, if she feels like a home should feel like a home, then, and uh, money is to be enjoyed, then he needs to figure out how she can feel comfortable in their home and how she can enjoy herself without blowing the budget yeah Yeah. Yeah. patient is not key that's a mistake uh comprehension is people need to because they're talking they clearly know what's going on they know what the backgrounds are they know what they're you know how they each other feels about the money but I don't think they understand each other as far as what the goals should be together. You can't make individual goals. It's one thing to support each other's individual goals, but what are your couple goals? You need to have couple goals, not just this is what I want to do. Uh, so, and my husband supports me and this is what he wants to do and I support him. What do y'all want to do and how can you work together to get that
4: done? So there's a lot of, but there's a lot of selfishness, on. Um, um, I, I would say on her part, but maybe both parts too, because she emphasized how both grew up. He grew up not having a lot, so this is obviously a guy who grew up poor and don't want to be poor again. Grew up not. He, he knows what it's like probably to be the third kid in the same bathroom. And I don't want to. I don't want to, grow up, I, don't want, I don't want to grow up like that no more. I don't want my kids like that no more. So she says she grew up where you know money wasn't. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't see money the way his family saw money. Well, they didn't because he made it clear he didn't have no money. So he didn't. See, he didn't have no money to see money. So, so I think this is just a prime example of how important it is. And look, there's no such thing as the, the perfect couple, but it's just how important it is for couples when they get together to be as equally yoked as possible you know, to, to have all those communications, to talk, to, I mean, look, no, I, I told my little brother and I he'll tell you right now, I said, look, man, he tell me, he likes a girl. What's her credit score? Ask her. I'm, I'm just keeping 100. You know, you, you want to buy a house one day? Don't be surprised. I mean, ask these questions now. Don't get so caught up in the superficial. Don't get so caught up in, you know, the booty and all these other things, man, that you, that, that, that you, that, you don't you can't do the things that you want to do, and you feel like, oh my goodness because this is what happens all of a sudden now, and, and it's it's his fault. You start looking at her and you don't appreciate the person that you fell in love with because you're letting money now camouflage the relationship, and you know that there's more to her than just her the way she spends, but you don't care about that anymore. All you care about is She's not, you know, she, she don't see the end game. She's not, she doesn't value money. And so I just think this is a prime example of people gotta get on track in the beginning. You know, you know, try to communicate those things, ask those serious questions. It's so crazy how we're afraid to ask questions in the right. beginning, and then we'll scream and and yell yeah, when we get married. That don't even right. Right. We were All man, man.
5: take that long. And I don't mean to harp on this too much, uh, but I do have to disagree with you a little bit on the fact that when you said that there's some selfishness on her part. And what I mean, it's not that she's selfish. I think that she wants for her husband what she has had, Mm -hmm. the ability to enjoy what you have while you have it, not saying spend it all, but what's the point of laboring all this time, if you can't see any of the fruit if you have a house with nothing in it, there's nothing wrong with having a minimalist lifestyle, but is everything that you have does it bring you some comfort does it bring you some joy, and all she's trying to do is brighten up his life now that may not be what he wants, but that's again the conversation they need to have now is but,
4: if she, but yeah. and and
5: it's to me on his end, I don't think that he i think that. You know he may get frustrated because she doesn't see the vision, but that's probably because he hasn't fully explained it. If he just says, "I want to retire at fifty and take care of all the bills," then that's cool but but what does that but like what does that really look like and um because of the way that he was raised, I would venture to say and I'll be bold enough to say that he's operating in fear and even instead in of um responsibility. I think that he's operating in a place of "I don't want to be where I was," and if I don't do this, then this will happen. And it's it's a it's good to learn from your experience and take action to prevent, you know, bad experiences from happening again. But when you operate it from a place of fear, then you can't enjoy yourself. 'Cause okay, so let's say you get the money. You get all the money that you want, you retire at fifty, then what? Now you so you've lived your whole life not spending any money. Now you just now you're just sitting in a blank in a boring ass house with no money with, with a whole bunch of money and nothing to do. With it, Cause you don't want to spend it. Because once he has it, then where you at? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to use it.
4: No, I like, no I like
5: to not gonna use the money. <laughs> you know I, what I'm saying? I like
4: let me say this last point, mm-hmm. KK. I like every everything you said, Danielle, Was one point. And what I like about what you said was there may be – that when you said she may not be as selfish as I think, and I agree with that, but this is the problem. If she really wants him to be exposed and to see another side, then don't come home and say, baby, look at the dress I bought. Say, hey, baby, look, I'm tired of you wearing these Crocs. Here goes some Ferragamos I bought you. Right. It, then give him that exposure then. You, you, you know what I mean, and I, and I think what right. happens sometimes. I
5: see, I see what you're saying. To, uh,
4: you know, saying? but you're, you're right. But sometimes yeah. it's selfish. It, it appears selfish when it's look at what I bought me, yeah. but I'm trying to. But that's not exposing my husband to something different. If you really want him to see something different and expose him to something different, say, look, babe, I'm sick and tired of you wearing these 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 boo boo jeans. Look, man, let's go. Let let's go to the store and let me let me get you cut in a custom fitted suit. Right. It's courtesy of you know, let it, and then once he begins to feel that, trust me, then he'll be like, okay, I like the way this suit feels. I like the way these Ferragamo feel, I like this Patti Philippe watch, okay, and then he'll start loosening up a little bit. Yeah, but
5: I, I agree with that. I understand what you're saying on that, but then again, it, it can maybe an assumption on her part that he doesn't necessarily like nice things.
4: Right, and because that could be that too, be exactly. because of
5: the way that he presents himself, the way that he's living his life. The, you know she said he's happy to live in a cave because you don't have to spend anything to decorate a cave, but it's not the best ba- it's not about ba- <laughs> so she may be assuming that he doesn't like the nice things and he doesn't want the nice things, so she wouldn't buy it for him because he hasn't shown any personal interest himself in those things
1: right, right
5: so I agree yeah, it's all in conversation you you have to you yeah. have to talk you have to understand where each one is coming from, and if there's something that you want, figure out how to get it.
0: Uh-huh. So uh,
5: figure out how
4: to get it and work
0: together. So, Ski, are you very generous with your black card?
4: Well, my wife, I'm very, my, my, my wife, my wife, my, I'm giving you a prime example. And this is me just being, just, just sharing because I think it fits this. I did the same mm-hmm. thing. Um, even though I, I said in the beginning, um, I may have extended myself more than I wanted to. I understood that I created something that I couldn't just stop. So I would... But at the same time, I, what I started doing was I started exposing my wife to things that I was accustomed to. And, 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 and and now what she's done now is, is certain things that she won't even spend money on that she normally would because now her, 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 her exposure to certain things, certain watches or different things like that. She's like, nah, I'll just let my husband get that because I can't wear this anymore, you know. I don't want that bag anymore. I want this bag now, and and now she, I find her being even more fiscally responsible because now what she ends up doing now is she's like, okay, she sees that if we can continue to kind of do the things that my husband is, you know, investing and and doing these different things like that, our end life, even like you said, nothing's promised, but we're working toward this will be this will be how we'll just live every day. Like we'll be able to get up and go. Like the goal is to say hey, you want to go somewhere. Let's just go on the air. Let's just get on the airplane and go. You know, let's not worry about packing bags. We'll get our stuff when we get there. Right. And so, and I think that's what I meant by planning. You plan for these things, man. You, you know, but still allow you, you like I said, allow them to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor. You work hard, enjoy the fruits of your labor, you know, but still make make sure you have a plan because. I think that's the problem with a lot of marriages now they don't have those they, they don't communicate those things and then they start wrestling with money you know well I deserve this or I can't do this why well, I get that and a lot of times they spend money as, as a result of a way to get back at that person mm. Mm.
0: all right so this is the last one is going to be to you Danielle um, and let me put it up on the screen
5: no more babies <laughs> don't give me no more babies. I don't think. I break up with my
3: girlfriend for this new girl I like. I really need some advice. I recently met this girl at orientation for this new job I started. It is at a huge office, so we don't really work together. I think she is really great, and I want to get to know her better. The thing is, I'm already in a relationship and I have a girlfriend. We have been dating for about one and a half years now. She has broken up with me on several occasions, but I always manage to kiss up and get her back. She hasn't broken up with me because I cheated or anything like that. It's that we are both so different and we both sometimes agree that we are not compatible. Now, this other girl that I met seems to like me, but she is always so busy. She goes to school full time and works part time. When I call her, she never really has time to talk to me and says that she will call me back, but then she doesn't. Is she just playing games? Maybe she is still immature. I don't know. I just can't stop thinking about this girl. And I know it's not fair to the girl I have been with for the past year and a half. I don't know what to do. Should I pursue this new girl and risk losing something that is already there? Or should I stay with the old girl and maybe get dumped again in the future? I can't get this new girl off my mind.
5: Okay. Okay. <laughs> I keep getting the cheaters, I get the babies. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you say you've been, well, this person has been with their girlfriend for a year and a half but said that they have broken up several times. hmm Several to me means more than three that's too many times
6: mm-hmm.
5: in too short a time mm-hmm. first of all so that relationship is unstable anyway they sound- and the reason that you, huh? They sound- it's, it's already it's already off mm-hmm. and what he said was I assume it's he
1: mm-hmm.
5: Um, what was said was that they kept getting back together because she was kissing up or they were kissing up to her so, to me, it sounds like he was scared of being lonely. They're scared of being lonely. They got something. They, you know, they don't want to lose it. And it sounds like another young person. that um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That Sometimes we go with what we know instead of being by yourself. You'd rather be, you know, you'd rather be, what was it? How did the song go? Um I
0: can do bad I'd rather
5: have bad times with you right. than good times with you know because you have to you have to look for somebody else, you gotta go through the whole dating process again, maybe you know, and figure that out. And people sometimes people get lazy that way.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, but I feel like um that, that relationship is not stable in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so if you do want to pursue this other person. I say absolutely go for it after you have ended the first relationship. But I would also say this, don't be surprised if you end up if it ends up not working. Um, Because it just may not work. You don't know them well enough apparently to know if they have do they have a, a man or you know, a significant other? Are they just super focused, super busy? Do they have kids? Are they in school? Are they going to have time enough to um, to invest of their own energy to pursue a relationship? Is that something they're even interested in? I would say that, one, you need to get out of the relationship that you're in because it sounds tumultuous and messy anyway. Um, and <laughs> if you want to learn more about this other person, absolutely go ahead, learn about it. But if it ends up that that doesn't work and you're by yourself, then you're just by yourself. And that's not a bad thing. No, That's probably a very necessary thing because um, it sounds like it sounds like there are some issues personally uh, with with being alone. And it's sometimes it's very necessary to be alone and I, I will say this I've had the greatest times being alone. Mm. I've had amazing times being alone. You know what I'm saying? I love love. I love being in a relationship but I also love being by myself because I love myself. And <laughs> the reason why I love relationships is because I love me so much. Mm. All right. <laughs> I've learned and it, it, took, it took a long time to get there uh, but because I know how to love myself properly now and care for myself properly now I know what to expect. I know what to I don't even demand anything. I I command a certain level of attention and um you know, affection or whatever from my significant other because I know how to love me. And so because I know how to love me, he knows how to love me. Right? So if you know how to love you, if you need if you can't be by yourself, you can't effectively be with somebody else. Yeah. You need to learn who you are, what you want, what you need, what you require, mm-hmm. um and and what what complements that. This person sounds like very like she's very interesting and you know compelling, but she might turn out to be a bitch because mm-hmm. she's so busy. Mm-hmm. She do- right, she ain't got time for all that. She ain't trying to get burned no more. She ain't trying to. You know, she ain't about no rebounds. She got standards. She got goals. You got to be on the same page. And I'm not saying that, you know, having all that makes you a bit, but she just might be. You just don't know because you said you don't have that much time to spend together anyway you're at work. Um, she might just be like, no, I don't date people at work, period. Right. Anything, any number of things can happen. I'm not saying don't do it because of that. I'm saying don't be surprised and don't think that it's a failure if it doesn't. Go the way you want it to go. But regardless of her, get the heck out of that other one because it's just not working. Yeah. It's just not working. We've been 18 months is, it's not a long term relationship, but it's long enough. It ought to be long enough for you to understand, you know, if it's going well or not. And if you've broken up several times yeah. in 18 months,
0: that's, yeah, that's crazy.
5: Just go, just, just, just move on.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's a lot of times to be broken up in that period of time. I mean...
5: I mean, as an adult. Yeah. Hopefully we're talking about adults again. As an adult. Yeah, that sounds
0: like some junior high type stuff, high school. But, you know, shout out to Usher. Hilarious. Even when I
5: was Let me think about this for a second. Even when I was in high school, I had some breakups, but we were we were together solid for two years before we broke up the first time. I'm not like everybody else, trust me. But you
0: know, that's and even you know, and then it was some. Some people yeah. use breaking up as like a sword, like their excalibur sword. So it's like if I don't get what I want out of you, I'll break up with you. You know, like some people will do that, and some people fall for it. You know, like some like it's like a uh, I call it the I call it the nuclear option you know, uh, breaking up, right? Because that's finale, right? So maybe that's what it is, is uh, a way to, you know, try to get him the way that she needs them. It's like, oh, I'll break up with him and then he'll see the light and then he'll try to come, you know, come in. Condoms don't protect you from herpes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I, think,
5: I think your your analogy is slightly mixed up because Excalibur was true. And yeah, well, yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying. However, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's uh definitely some people do do crab wolf a lot with that one, and that ended up being the same situation with my <laughs> with my first boyfriend in high school. We were together, like I said, three and a half years, and stuff happened, and we broke up, got back together, broke up, got back together, but. For the most part, we were solid. It was toward the end that it was it was kind of rocky. And then he decided that he wanted to write me a letter to break up with me. Mm. And I said, okay. He was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, said, I bet.
0: Still ain't got
5: okay. <laughs> he was pissed. The, the he said, what do you mean you agree you think this is the right thing to do? Any other time you would break up your- the neck? For us to get back together, I said, "Yeah, no, my neck hurts. I'm tired. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to anymore. Like, if you want it to work, then 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 work it. You know what I'm saying? If if you don't, then don't. If you don't trust yourself away from me, if you don't think that you can behave, then fine. Go do you. Be happy. It's fine. I I'm good now. You know, I'm tired of getting hurt. I'm tired of being, you know, I don't want to do all that anymore. And that's the problem." eventually you keep doing that you know he's going to get if he stays with this relationship that's what's going to end up happening they're going to keep breaking up they're going to keep getting back together they're going to keep breaking up keep getting back together and eventually somebody's going to get tired of it and i feel like she has the upper hand his girlfriend has the upper hand in this situation because he always comes back to her right and so you know you teach people how to treat you amen if 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 Things don't work out. You're not compatible. Somebody has, you know, an attitude that day. Uh, it's 80 degrees on a Thursday. No, it, whatever the reason may be. <laughs> um, okay, now you're broken up again. And then in two weeks, you know, you cry. You play the sad song. You eat some ice cream. You go hang out with your boys. And then like, I can't do this no more. I need you back. I need you back. She knew that. Mm-hmm. She knew that she was calling. Mm-hmm. She, she she knew that. And That's why she did it in the first place. That's 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 a bad cycle to start. It's a bad habit to um to get people into. Right. If you know, if you spoil her, she's gonna act spoiled. And that's what I tell my boyfriends too. If you spoil me, I'll act spoiled. Don't be surprised when I start whining because you didn't give me what I want. If keep it keep it up. Remember, I told you. <laughs>
6: um,
5: but everybody's not me. Everybody's not gonna give you the warning up front, <laughs> right? Right. But patterns do tell. If this is what keeps happening, it's going to keep happening until you get tired. Mm-hmm. So how long until you get tired? I would say not to wait. I'd say be tired now. Get yourself tired now, especially if you're interested in somebody else.
0: All right. All right. Yeah. Um, the whole grass is greener. Uh In this case, it may be, you know, it's, it's not always greener, but in this case, it might be. So I don't know ski if that was your homeboy what would you say
4: i think we have this i think we're developing this really skewed concept of happiness mm-hmm. um i think the, the the biggest problem people have in relationships is that they think that their significant others responsible for mm-hmm. their happiness and that's the, that's the worst that's the furthest thing from okay. the truth um if you know danielle said something if you can't find if if you don't if you're not comfortable who you are like the problem is reason why there's so many people that drift from relationship to relationship to relationship they say well I'm not happy like, I remember when Brad Pitt was married to um, uh, Angelina Jolie no oh, Anderson, Jennifer, Aniston, yeah. Jennifer Aniston Jennifer Aniston and he was doing he was filming the, uh, the movie um, with Mr. and Mrs. And Smith Lee. Mr. and Mr. Smith Great. and he ended up hooking up at really good movie <laughs> and it ended up mm-hmm. hooking up and he was being interviewed by Barbara Walters or somewhere and he admitted he admitted look I was on the set with her fell in love but this is he said I just want to be happy yeah. that was his answer I just want to be happy so what he was saying was basically I met this chick on the set and now I'm happier with her than I was with my wife that's a problem because the problem is, is that we, we feel as though if I'm not happy in a relationship, and I'm not talking about you're in an Ike relationship. I'm not talking about you got somebody beating you and verbally abusing you, all these. No, I'm saying that things just aren't going the way you want them to go. Then a lot of times you got to look in the mirror and ask yourself, what are you doing to make this relationship right. better? You know, it takes two, you know, and, and if you weren't happy entering a relationship or there was something because the average relationship that you're in, it's, isn't, you're not in a relationship because you were compatible. You're in a relationship because you were attracted to that person in the beginning. And I'm not saying you don't find compatibility, right? but there's something in the beginning that was superficial. That was whatever it is that you saw that you noticed that led you to get to know that person, unless you're a sapiosexual, and and you were minding your business one day, and you heard somebody quote Shakespeare, and you turned around like, oh, I'm in love, even, that don't happen.
5: Even still. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and even then,
4: exactly. You
5: know, the, the, to sustain it. Um,
4: exactly.
5: Yeah, I, I say that all the time. People are not responsible for your happiness. That part. And yeah. my, man, I lived a lot of lives. My ex fiance when he when he proposed to me or when we discussed getting married, because it was no formal proposal, but we discussed getting married and he said, he said, you complete me. Mm. And I cringed. I said, no. <clears throat> I actually turned him down the first time he asked me because I said, No, I can't complete you. You have to be a whole person. I want mm-hmm. I don't want to complete you. I want to compliment you because I'm whole. So if That's I it. add you to me what does that make me
4: now i'm one and a half people no, <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. no that's a good no, that's a good point though you you uh, that's a good point daniel people aren't whole come not not everyone mm-hmm. but the problem is in, in relationships like that a person not coming in their whole. i'm not saying they're damaged but they they feel like that person does complete them they feel like that person the idea of relationships is that I have a level. I have some intrinsic value. You have some intrinsic value. Mm-hmm. There's something about you that adds equity to my life, and there's something about me that I hope adds equity right. to your life. You know, I'm an asset to you. You're an asset to me. We're not. A, I'm not a liability to you. Not a liability okay. to me.
6: Right. You know,
4: and I think and I think that becomes an issue when you don't come in not not you don't come into a relationship knowing your worth and and and, and feeling good about who you are and what you have to offer. <laughs> Matter of fact. It's you don't have people I know like that, and I have some homeboys like that. Oh man, a girl turn them down, they don't care because they feel like, oh, you missed out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like because they feel like they have something to offer and you just didn't want it. They don't feel like, oh man, she turned me down. No, she's like, oh well, I guess you know, she just didn't she don't know what she lost. And I think that's the type of attitude you gotta have sometimes. You gotta have an attitude knowing who you are and what you have to offer in a relationship and trying to meet somebody that. That, that has that same type of uh uh mindset and I think it's easy to be more compatible that way.
5: Yeah, I think where we get caught up sometimes we we meet people who who do show I mean it's it's important people we learn from each other, right? And it is important to to find someone that teaches you
1: mm-hmm.
5: about yourself. Oh, right? Like with Brad and Angelina, you know she show, she probably showed him some things that
0: I bet he she hadn't is. seen
5: before.
0: I bet she, you is. know what I mean. Wild ass, Be-
5: behaved, <laughs> but, uh, but you know she had she had that same effect on Billy Bob Thornton too.
6: Yeah, I know. believe she.
5: I believe she's an entrance, and I'm I'm actually here for it. But the um the point that I make is is like you know when you like we were talking about previously is like if you're exposed to certain things by certain people then you learn about yourself and you say oh he completes me he's everything I'm not or um he he brings out the best in me and all that comes I mean you know all of those things are wonderful but they're not complete you know it's not it's not the be all and end all you have to take from that what you learn you like um, experiences that you have that you're not used to, that are enjoyable. Learn mm-hmm. more about you. Know, reflect on that, and not make it that person's responsibility to do that. I'll also say this: that again, we were talking about earlier. What you do in the beginning, you have to continue to the end. How you get someone is how you should be keeping that person, um, because you set you set a bar for yourself. Um, But some people don't have a bar. They want somebody else to be, people get lazy because they've been hurt and like, I just want somebody to make me happy. Well, you're going to be unhappy for a very, very long time unless you find somebody that shows you that you have to be happy on your own.
4: You know, the best advice someone ever gave me, he said, um, people only know how to do what they know how to do. Right. He said, people only know how to do what they know how to do. And when you when you understand that, you may not always accept what a person does, but you will no longer expect from certain things from that person now. Right. You 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 don't have this 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 expectation, this false expectation. And I think that's sometimes the biggest problem. We come into relationships with an expectation, but we don't take responsibility because of why we accept it this individual which end up leading us to have this certain expectation with if all you do is focus on what you expect you're putting all the accountability on that person you say well they didn't do this they didn't do this i expected more but you gotta ask yourself why i accepted this in the beginning i accepted this person so if you if you know if you if you take that responsibility and that accountability then now you can ex- now you can take responsibility and say, you know what the reason why I entered into this relationship is because I accepted X, Y, and Z. Therefore, I expected this, but it was based on what I accepted. Yeah. And, and that ends up being a huge problem. So once you realize what a person, that a person only knows how to do what they know how to do, you may not always accept everything they do, but you would definitely not expect these certain things that they do either.
5: And there's a couple of things about it. Like one, you only know how to do what you know how to do, but it doesn't mean you can't learn. But
4: definitely. I agree with that. I agree with that. You
5: definitely can learn. You can't just say, oh, well, that's just how he is. But then you can't expect somebody, you can't expect somebody to change just because they can learn doesn't mean that you're the best teacher. And that's where a lot of women for yeah. decades and decades, well, it seems like since the beginning of time, women always try to change a man. You don't ever want to change anybody. You can't. Nobody can change unless yeah. they want to be changed, right? Um, and number two is you can't expect from anyone anything more than you would do for yourself.
4: That's right. That's right.
5: How it's like? It's like I was saying earlier. If you if you love you, then you know how you should be loved. If you know how you want to be treated, then you know how to treat other people and you know how, what behaviors and activities that you're willing to accept and tolerate. Um, if you don't know what you want for yourself and you don't know, if you don't treat yourself well, if you don't uh, do things, how can you expect it from somebody else? But well, I'll make it plain and simple girls like myself we like to get our nails done we like to do our makeup we like to get our feet done and stuff like that when I was single I was doing it for myself and I didn't ask my man to take when I started dating I didn't ask him to take me to the nail shop or anything like that but he saw that it was something that I expected of myself was a standard that I held myself to so he said eventually one day he said come on let's go get your nails done
4: hmm now, but you know what? That goes back to what you said earlier. We talked about um, when the individual said, told, "Told you that he that you completed him." Right. The problem is, is if you don't understand the intrinsic value that you bring to a relationship,
6: mm-hmm.
4: if you don't understand, if you don't, if you don't come in like as you said earlier, whole in a relationship, then you said something that I really like. You said, "Just because they only know how to do what they know how to do, doesn't mean." they can't evolve or they can't learn new things. But if that significant other is not an asset in a relationship, does not bring intrinsic value to the relationship, then they can't provide any exposure to allow that person that they're with to develop, not change, but expose them to things that they can find out that, hey, I didn't know about these things. I didn't know about X, Y, and Z. And they find interest in those things. The problem is we're trying to change a person we're not trying to make them, they're not trying to take a part of us while we're whole and say, hey, have you tried this? Have you thought about this? Like I was saying earlier, when I started, sent um, I started buying my wife Gucci stock. I started buying her stock in companies that she likes spending money on. When she realized now, wait a minute, I'm making money off Gucci now?
1: Yeah.
4: I'm making money off Nike now?
5: Definitely. I'm
4: making money off Louis now? The mindset changes. Yeah. The mindset changes. It's absolutely.
5: So you have... I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I. Did no, no, you On that one, um, that one particular ex of mine, my ex fiance, I said I, when I said no at the beginning, it wasn't because I didn't want to be married to him. It was because I didn't want him to think that he was not a whole person you know what I'm saying I didn't want I wanted to make sure that he saw that he was whole and I took the time to explain to him like to show like you're an excellent father um we didn't have kids together but he was raising his kids and I was raising mine I said you're an excellent father you're a wonderful provider you you're intellectual you like to learn things all the time how can you not consider yourself a whole person and Mm. that Now, I did not change him, but I offered the perspective. And once he got that, he stood a little taller. He drank a little less. (laughs) You know what (laughs) I mean? (laughs) We did a little more. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't just that. And I said, I don't complete you. I compliment you. Because all of the things that make you you and all of the things that make me me, they jive.
2: Mm. That's good. That's
5: not it's It's not puzzle pieces, it's um bookends right we 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 work together because you' are the things that that you are that I'm not work right what you can't do, I can do, and what we can both do we do it amazingly right mm-hmm. we pick up each other's slack, but that doesn't mean that one person is is less than the other because where I fail, you got me. And, if, and if you fall, then I got you, but we're still, but that doesn't mean that we can't do whatever we do apart. We've been doing it this long, you know what I'm saying? So you, you have to, that, that's, it's the perspective thing. So to, to wrap it back up to where the original person is coming from, if you keep running back to the same person who says, who has said several times in a very short time, this isn't working, then believe it, agree with it. It's clearly not working. And if it's you were true. really, if you were really truly about that person, then this other one wouldn't be a question.
6: Mm-hmm. there would
5: be plenty of interesting people. I know I in fact I'm 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 very popular, okay? I'm kind of a big deal. Um And I'm kind of cute, so I I know a lot of men and I deal with them a lot. Now, does that mean that just because that they show interest that I'm interested in them? Not in the slightest, because I'm happy with what I have or who I have, I should say. And I have to remind people that like, no, I'm good. And they're fantastic, phenomenal men, amazing men, right? You know, educated well-versed, well healed, well-traveled. You know what I'm saying? Got money, big money. I ain't worried about it. I'm not worried about that. Cause I mean, personally, I've lived in mansions. I've lived in cars. You can't impress me with, with that. You gotta come with, with something better than that. And so mm-hmm. far I haven't found it. I got I got what I want. I'm happy with what I have. So if you were happy in your relationship, then another person, With all the amazing attributes and interesting, you know, whatever wouldn't make any difference. So Mm. just call it quick. Just, you know, cut your losses and keep it moving. Good
4: Good stuff.
3: We can't hear you, Kente.
0: I'm sorry about that. I want to thank this panel, and I want to. I mean, you know, it's a great show when. I don't really have to say much, and I have two wonderful uh, panelists who just give great insight. And uh, I'm so glad because I've been wanting to get skia on the show for the longest, and Danielle, and uh, it just worked out perfectly. These are kind of like the the two people I've been wanting to get on for a while. So you know, I I admire both of you people very much, and I'm so glad that you guys were able to share with us. And this is. Kind of, this is day four of Mars Venus week tomorrow. I know Dante is going to love tomorrow's show. Uh, it's going to probably be his favorite of all the shows we do uh, because Stephanie is going to come on. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even see Dante there.
1: Hey. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's he's going to love tomorrow's show. Cause uh, Stephanie's going to come on and she's going to give a, drop us some game tomorrow. All right. So please uh, come through and, uh, Check out day five or day day four technically because we we weren't on last night. So I'm going to start off, of course, ladies first. Danielle, how can we get you in social media and all that good stuff?
5: Oh my gosh, follow me on all the socials. Um, what's the best way? You know what? Just Google me. Danielle K Anderson is my name. Uh, I am. Uh, you can look up Crazy Town Mayor uh, on. Uh, on facebook on instagram i am ct underscore mayor um daniel k anderson on youtube i'm all over the place just like i said just just find my name um i'll pop up <laughs> all
0: right thank you thank you and the how can we get you on social media and uh have you uh real quick have you bought anything uh to add to your collection uh lately your uh comic book collection
4: and oh man, you know i'm always adding to the comic book collection um that's not man. You know you don't do any stuff right now. You don't start pulling books out, right? Now. Yeah, but definitely, man. I, um, I've been added to the collection, man. But um, I'm not really big on social media. But uh, what I would like to do is, uh, I was sharing earlier that uh, I, my company we we just launched a new platform called Momentum. Uh, it's still beta, but it, we been getting a lot of good responses. And the goal of Momentum was, uh, when I do a lot of brand sessions for clients. Um, there's a lot of insights that I, that we provide and we learned that um, they're having a lot of difficulty scaling their business and, and getting the proper resources and, and, um, and tools to just to build it. Starting a business is easy, but scaling a business is is very difficult. So we started this uh, platform called Momentum and the whole goal is to provide insights from various entrepreneurs who have gone through certain things in their career um, going through the ebbs and flows, and what they do is they provide insights to help young entrepreneurs or people that feel like they've lost momentum, they're kind of losing their focus, and um, um, and so we just launched that about two or three weeks ago. So it's spelled M-O-M-N-T-M. It's a variation of it, M-O-M-N-T-M, momentum.com. So that's that's something that we, we're really excited about. And uh, Black Narrative, no. But if you but what we did was we combined black narrative with momentum. So I believe if you type in, if you if you go to black narrative, narrative it'll actually take you straight to momentum. Wonderful, wonderful.
0: And Shannon, how can we get you on social media and all that good stuff?
3: Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Shannon Ford like the president, hyphen Jefferson like the president. Um I have my own show called A Set Apart Woman on Sunday nights brown get vocal at 7 p.m eastern standard time and i am currently in the process of editing my sixth poetry book called dismantling daddy dysfunctions which will be out in 2020 but you can definitely purchase the other five on amazon.com
0: all right follow you you can follow me at kente f on twitter kente ferguson on Instagram and of course the website is IndieRadio.org uh, the, ra- the website is currently under construction. Uh, Jen is uh, working on it and it's going to be fantastic uh, what she's doing with it. So I can't wait. So, but, um, but those are the ways you can get me. Of course tomorrow night, 6pm Pacific, 9 Eastern. Uh, please join us for our final day of Mars Venus Week. You guys have a beautiful and wonderful rest of your week and uh, weekend as well. God bless.
1: Bye.